three, two, one, push jam. Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 90, which, uh, hard to believe we're only 10 from 100, that's just kind of insane to I think know. about. We're going to have to do something, something big for the 100. I'm uh, going to give away, I was talking with, uh, we can give away balls, Garana. I just hit, <laughs> I just hit 2,000 followers on Theta.TV. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do to to celebrate? And I was talking to Dennis, and I was like, we got a bunch of us in this group chat got joking around about, you've heard of Dogecoin, right? Yeah. So, and, and I was like, you know, if I do a, a, a 6,000 Dogecoin giveaway, it sounds like it's ginormous, <laughs> and it's $12. <laughs> so I was like, I'd probably get all these people like to, like, you know, retweet and blah, where, blah, blah, blah. Where did Dogecoin uh, peak? <laughs> no idea. I think it's point zero zero two cents right yeah. now. So I remember at one time it did break out though. Did it? Yeah. Well, and it got pretty high. Probably when Bitcoin was at its peak. Yeah. Back in the the rush days. So diving into the news here, we had one big event this week, and I'll certainly give my contrasting thoughts to that in a minute. <laughs> But at the Microsoft held its what they're calling the, their first Xbox 2020 event. It was uh, Xbox Insider. So the first bit of news, I guess, is that they're going to hold one of these every single month between now and the launch of the wow. Series X. So you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, they they came out and they said that their studios spotlight. So the the one where they have all 15. Xbox Game Studios games being shown, well, we assume, you know, but the Xbox first-party games are being shown in July. So this was May's event, and they showed the first batch of Xbox Series X games that were really revealed aside from, you know, Halo Infinite, Everwild, and there's another one I'm forgetting, uh, Hellblade 2. And these were all third-party games, and there was a Good mix. There was a Chorus, which is a space shooter, Dirt 5, The Medium, Scarlet Nexus, Scorn, Call of the Sea, The Ascent, Bright Memory Infinite, Second Extinction, and a bunch of extremely generically named games, as all of these (laughs) are. what did you? What? Let's start with what you did. You actually watch the event live? I did not watch. I watched the trailers after. I'm gonna be honest. I, I I thought it was on like. In the following hour, oh. apparently it had been on yeah. in the previous hour. Yeah. Because you know they, Microsoft, they're a West Coast company, yeah, so yeah. they give all their times in West Coast time, and then they're you know yeah. the it was like an eleven the, Eastern, which is a East, weird time for us. The East Coast Master Race has to do the calculations, yeah. which we rarely have to do yeah. living on the East Coast. So um, I, I guess I got my calculations wrong. Maybe it was but, one. I think it was there was what two. I think it was two for us. Eleven Pacific. Yeah. Two is a weird time for us to yeah. have a conference. Uh, no, I thought it was even earlier than that. I thought, I it, was like, I thought it was 8 o'clock their time, and then it was like... It might have been 11 hours. I think it was I thought, it, I thought it was going to be on noon, hours. but apparently it was on at 11. Anyway. And um, so anyway, um, so I, I caught it up a little bit late. Um, you know, and by then, I had seen all the reactions to, to See, I didn't from everybody read else. hardly any reactions at first. So I'm like, oh, man, what have they done? Because like, yeah. it was, you know, the reactions weren't great, even from, like, Xbox people. Yeah. It wasn't great. So I was like, oh, God. So I, I turn it on. I'm watching. And I'm like, you know, this, like, they're showing one game. I'm like, 
this is pretty cool. And yeah. You know, the next game, and I'm like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And um, so I think it's been way overblown. I mean, there's this, there's this big controversy online right now about, you know, was this in-game? Was it not in-game? That happens you know. with every console reveal, though. Like, every single time. Because apparently they mentioned that... Without fail. That it would be a gameplay reveal. Yeah. So... Because the games were all 100% gameplay, people felt like they were bamboozled well, were, or something. There were definitely gameplay. There was definitely gameplay shown because yeah. Bright Memory they confirmed was a it's a first person shooter. Yeah, that was gameplay. Second Extinction that was gameplay. Like yeah. it's a first like you can't. There's no point in making CG trailers for first person shooters. You yeah. show what you got. Yeah. Um, I I do get a little bit of what they're questioning. Like like. What's that? Was it Vampire the Masquerade Two, two or whatever? Yeah, like that two. one they said I think was in game, and I kind of questioned some of it. Like the animation seemed a little too yeah. on, you know, yeah. top of the line. But I mean, but yeah, I I I didn't. Whatever they say, people take people's brains don't really work when they yeah. say like gameplay reveals. It doesn't mean every single game that is shown is going to have gameplay. It means yes, there's going to yeah. be gameplay at this event, and there was. Yeah, there was absolutely. And, you know, I mean, it, it was just, it was just a regular spotlight. That chorus event. game, which was the space shooter, yeah, that was definitely gameplay. Yeah, I don't really remember that one that much. Um, but overall, I was, I was honestly impressed. I was impressed, and, and the fact that a lot of these are coming straight to Game Pass, so like it's going to be essentially free to me. Some of them. I mean, that to me was just like, okay, you know, like this is pretty sweet. I like looking through the list, you know. You, you mentioned Bloodlines 2. Um, I like Second Extinction. I, I think you gave me a little grief about that. Um, no, I just hadn't. Li- literally, I did not hear the, any word about that game. You said you saw it. Yeah. And I had to Google it to find anything. Yeah. Like, I didn't see headlines about it, like, news about it. There like, should be. I, I don't know how there aren't more games where you shoot dinosaurs. Like, yeah, I know. That's like, true. <laughs> people love dinosaurs. People love shooting games. Capcom won't listen, so somebody did. Yeah. So, um, Second Extinction, the medium looks really good. I'm just a little bit worried if it's just going to be nothing but set pieces. What was um, medium? The medium was the one that looks like Silent Hill. In fact, I think they had the guy that did the Silent Hill music doing yes, their music. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, so, medium, that looked good. Second Extinction. Um those, those, and Bloodlines, those were the three that really stuck out in my mind. Um, so, I mean, for me, the games that they showed, the ones that I liked the most, were Bright Memory Infinite. Um, see, I, I see a lot of people liking this. and I, I Well, there's a demo, or not, there's, there's a PC version. Yeah. That's not, it's almost like a demo, it's only $10. Yeah. So, so that kind of has, like, already has a, it's not huge, but it kind of has, like, a built-in, like, Okay, people know about it, yeah. you know. Um, Second Extinction, I thought, looked okay. Again, I was happy to see a space shooter, because that's just, like, where you actually fly the ship. Just something different. We haven't had one of those in yeah. a while. Overall, though, I felt like this event was not fatal blow for Microsoft, no. but dumb. Extremely dumb. Because uh, I'll tell know. you why. This They got to go first. They yeah. got to swing at the pit, swing the bat first. How many Xboxes do you think this event sold? Not many. Let me spoil it for you. Zero. <laughs> and that's the problem. That you know, they I don't think it was a fatal blow because they've been building they've been building loyalty. They've been making yeah. a lot of good moves. But see they've been building steam. I, I get why they did it. I get but, why. But here's what's gonna happen. 
because and you mentioned this last episode i think that you were concerned that sony was being smart yeah microsoft gets stage first this is what they show yeah nothing that sells an xbox sony's gonna go in june they're gonna show Horizon Zero Dawn 2, Silent Hill. Yeah. They're going to bring out the big guns. And oh, they're yeah. going to get their fan base, like, frothed. Yes. And that's true. Sony's great at that. But. And Microsoft's going, well, here's our. Well, here's yeah. But you. Call of the Sea. Okay. You, you got it. And you know of, they've got better, but you, they're not showing. You got to think of it like this. I mean, Microsoft's playing a bit of the long game. They're, they're being a little bit shrewd here because. No, they're being short sighted. If. if no. If. If they had rolled out their exclusives first, and then Sony rolls out their exclusives first, who the hell is going to care about the medium? Who the hell well, is going to care about game. second? Who gives a shit? But that's, that's that's what I'm saying. Nobody cares. I know. Now. I know. But the thing is, is nobody cared. They're building relationships because these, these are no names. These exactly. These they studios. These studios are going to appreciate this for all of time because they realize with all due they realize this with all <laughs> they are never going to forget with the, the big they push will, because they're all going to go out of business them. in three years. I mean that may because be even if that's true. These, even if that's true, the individuals at those studios will never forget. This. But they just sacrificed. They literally could have had the entire gaming industry talking about the next Xbox. Yeah, they wouldn't be talking about the next PlayStation. Yeah. But three weeks from now, everybody's going to be talking about PS5. That's true. But here's why I don't think and it matters. People, it doesn't matter. It does. It, it doesn't matter because people have extremely short memories. That's true. So, I mean, Sony can come, Sony can blow it out, and you know, PlayStation fans will celebrate. But then yeah. Microsoft, I think, I think this actually signals to me that Microsoft is extremely confident in what they're going to show. I think in two months because they know that Sony's gonna blow it out well, and then they're gonna have to. Did blow you see it out. what Aaron Greenberg was saying? No, he was apologizing oh, all day. Yes, okay, I did Apolo- see that. because they know that's in it. I did see that. And his his I didn't feel that his apology was one of those apologies that was like like from a lack of confidence. I felt like he was saying like thanks for your feedback. Like he was doing it from a place of confidence. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. But but still, and and you know to be fair to any of these companies, this is not the way that they plan to be doing this. They plan to be, I mean, Microsoft is going to be on stage at E3 for probably yeah. two hours yeah. three weeks from now. That's true. Um, Sony was going to have a big event in a theater. You yeah. know, they, they can't do that. Um, so they are all scrambling. They've been making these plans for their next-gen console reveals yeah. for, what, two years? Yep. And now in the last two, three months, they go, oh, crap, true. we got to do something else. <laughs> yeah. So, so they must really be scrambling. It is um, a new marketing thing like they don't there's yeah. no playbook for this and i did see a uh i did see an analysis i don't know who did it but i agree with them and we've talked about it on the show kind of without saying this that i really feel like both sony and microsoft are really doing a crappy job these consoles are out in four or five months we hope and we don't know jack <laughs> diddley like we don't yeah. know anything well, and, and here know, we are. I don't know how true that is. Drip feet. We don't know the price. We don't know the launch lineup. We don't know what well, we don't know what the PlayStation Five looks like. Launch lineups aren't really even that important anymore. You're right, but normally you yeah. would know a lot more. Yeah. By now, but it's not normal times. But but they, even if it wasn't though, we wouldn't have known. But like I say, too. like I say, people. I mean, people are. They they have short memories. So if Microsoft blows it out and 
in two weeks or two months. No one's going to remember this. No one's going to care about this. I think you're right. Like I said, I don't, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a death blow. And, but and I think it's a massive. Like I've like I've been saying, this, these studios will forever be grateful to Microsoft for doing this because otherwise up, they they would have been completely names, blank. Look up their name. It doesn't matter. They're nobodies. No, Naughty Dog was a nobody at one point. They all were bought. Insomniac by was <laughs> Insomniac was a nobody. And it's it's not just the studio; it's the talent at the studio that Microsoft is essentially recruiting. Microsoft's got by so winning much goddamn money. money; they can buy whoever they want. It doesn't yeah. matter. They don't need to. Go I don't know. Away. I just think I think it is. I think it's pretty clever. I think it would have been. I think it would have been smart. I'm not saying that these games didn't deserve. But, you know, I to will. Be, you know, on the stage. I will give you one thing. Um, after watching, I was like, I think Sony. I think Sony bet right. I think Sony bet right in that. Well, I think they did on accident. I Again. think I think they bet right that graphics aren't going to be. Yeah, I agree. Like you know, it's the, yeah. there's not going to be that much of a. You're not going to be able to perceive the difference between you ten could, and thirteen. I games. think you could tell Teraflops. that these were next gen games. Yeah. You could tell that it was a next gen game only, mostly because of two things: the lighting and the particle effects that yeah. were everywhere. Um. You could tell that there was a leap, but you're right. I think between PS5 and Xbox Series X, you will hardly ever notice the difference. Yeah. So I think I think Sony Sony's going to come out looking good on that one. But and the other thing um, you got to remember is these are these are launch next gen games. The Xbox 360. Well, none of these were guaranteed. To be the launched. the well, but they're still launch window. They're early. You, you know. Yeah. Um, you go back and you look at like the Xbox 360 when it had Wall Guy and Perfect Dark. I mean, if you look at Perfect Dark Zero, Wall Guy. You don't you don't remember Wall Guy from Perfect Dark? <laughs> Wall Guy? Yeah, there was a screenshot from Perfect Dark Zero. I owned Perfect Dark. Zero. Where there's this guy like up against the wall and it looks it looked horrible. It looked terrible. <laughs> it did not look you know next gen whatsoever, yeah. and he became Perfect. a meme. Perfect Dark Zero was looked, looked like an Xbox 360 game. But with uh, it had really weird like like textures over yeah. it, which were clearly like I, I've been, I well, might have been like bump mapping or something yeah. was hip at the time. Yeah, whatever it was called. So but. you you look at you look at like that, which was a launch game, and then you compare that to like Halo Reach, which came out much later. I mean, yeah. they almost look a generation apart. Yeah, yeah. So it's not really gonna be. And these, like you said, these are small, tiny little studios with tiny little budgets. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's going to be more of a difference to come. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think, I think we really are getting into some extreme diminishing returns. Yeah, like, I agree. I don't think there's going to be that big of a difference. It, it, yeah, I, I think the, the biggest difference is going to be the loading times. It's yeah. going to be not in the actual graphic fidelity. I think we're, yeah. and we've said this for many generations in a row now. Well, how much better can it look? And then it actually... Yeah. It does get better, but and the FPS too is a big deal. Yeah, running exactly a game running at you know 120 FPS versus 60 is noticeable. It's definite. You yeah. notice or 30 versus 60. Yeah, so I think that that and like things like Game Pass are really going to be the big differentiators yeah. this this gen. So so Sony, if rumors. Hold. Sony will be debuting the PS5 in early to mid June, so within the next month probably. Uh, EA is going to have a conference on June 11th, and this summer game fest thing here that Jeff Keighley has planned, he's basically promised 
weekly events of some kind. So he'll have some, basically some publisher or some yeah. developer doing some reveal every I, single I, week. I saw he had to, um, he had to temper people's expectations yeah. on yeah. whatever the next one is. Yeah. Well, because um, everybody just, like, they immediately all were like, oh, it's the next Batman game. Oh, that's Batman. right. That's what it was. like, no, it's not Batman. Yeah. Like, everybody <laughs> thinks it's just going to be the biggest thing well, ever, you know? Like, it's like, no. Okay. You know, and that's what I was saying, too, is that, like, these studios did not, or hardware makers or whoever, did not plan to be doing things this way. So they're yeah. putting together these plans, and Jeff Keighley is doing it almost by the yeah. seat of their pants. On the fly, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and, like, you know, a whole bunch of people pointed out that, during this Xbox event, a lot of these games are Xbox and PC exclusive. Yeah. The whole event did not reference that ever. Yeah, so no, like, that, that was weird. They like, but, and it's be, probably because they were, you know, putting this thing together well, very quickly. I think it's actually maybe it's because they feel that there's been a shift in the hardcore gaming community around exclusives. Mm-hmm. Like exclusives are no longer seen as maybe a good thing, but maybe more of a bad thing i wouldn't agree with that i i i agree with when you have when you have games that are multi-platform that do exclusive stuff that i hate so yeah. like we're on every platform but you know we're gonna put this mode only on xbox and this mode only on i hate that you know you need the full game on every platform it's on i'm gonna back it up a second you mentioned that that Microsoft was apologizing after, well, Aaron Greenberg, after yeah. the um, after the event. I wish they would stop that. You know, I wish just announce something and let that be it. Yeah. Don't like they allow people to get in their heads and you know they, they back down so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Microsoft. I don't know why Microsoft does this. Microsoft always like instantly backs down. Well. Like Apple, you know, Apple will just announce something. It'll yeah. it'll piss everybody off, but Apple will just be like, oh, well. it, <laughs> you know, like that's it a, is a different world now, though. I, like the thing about Apple fans are Apple fans are like they're like purists. Yeah. Like they're gonna it's buy like it no matter what. Yeah. Like for real. Like the, Apple knows they've got those people by the you know <laughs> yeah. like they're good. Yeah. Um, whereas now. It's, it's like direct taking feedback and listening is considered there's no right answer um i, I thought that well, Aaron greenberg's apology it wasn't really an apology it was like i thought it was okay i didn't think yeah. it was but i but i thought it was kind of an it, it was an admission that okay we know this isn't what you guys wanted yeah and but see and they knew that they probably they should have known that, that that's what i'm saying that was what the response was gonna so, be that's so I'm, why bother so why did you, right Just, if, you, if you didn't know that to begin with like but, to me to me when you apologize like that you, you you just confirm what they are saying and and then they feel even more like you know even more correct if it were me so don't even don't even put the blood in the water if it were me and they weren't ready if it were me and they weren't ready to show like all the first party games, all of them, you know, yeah. What I would have done for my first reveal, so Xbox Series X gameplay reveal, I would have showed either Halo Infinite gameplay or announced just just Fable. Yeah. Show the gameplay for that because that's gonna generate the the hype. Yeah. And then then in June you show these games. And you say, hey, next month we've got our entire first party lineup. I just think they should have thrown some type of blood in the water, you know, to get the fans like 
really excited. And, and they may feel that, hey, we've already done that. We announced Halo Infinite two years ago. We announced Everwild six months ago. We announced yeah. Hellblade just two, three months ago. You know, like, they may, they may feel that, hey, we've already, you know, we've been doing this. Yeah. So maybe that's kind of what they're what they're thinking. Whereas Sony hasn't been doing anything uh, publicly, so maybe they feel that hey, you know, we started our next gen reveal two years ago. I mean, you know, I actually think, uh, you know, and I, I've I've said this before. I I think this is a good idea because you get these smaller games out there, you get them out in front. I mean, there's some good games there. I I mean, there were some games where I'm like. That genuinely God looks cool. God mode moment. You will not play ever play a single game <laughs> to feel that this is that. I'll, ever. I'll probably ever. play Bloodlines or Medium. But we'll see. You're right. You could be right. Um, I mean, they're free, though. Not so. one of these games will sell more than 200,000 copies. Well, I mean, it's not really about selling anymore. Well, if it's not on Game Pass, it is. Yeah, but they're all on Game Pass. I like that was the Well, almost all of them. Um, like, that was the whole point, really. Yeah. Um, so, um, which they didn't sell that point very well because if it's true, I didn't know it. Yeah, I mean that might have been a casualty of of Russia. That's what I'm saying, Mike. Like. Um, and the exclusives. I mean, like, yeah. you, I mean, where was that? And even if it was rushed, I, I don't understand how you don't have a logo on. It. They, they, <laughs> You're done. They, I mean, a watermark. They have Xbox that. Exclusive. They have that voice where it goes. Yeah, right. Xbox exclusive or right. whatever. You know, like yeah. You Filter can't recycle that? Did, by did, did somebody, like, just delete that off their computer and it was completely gone? I mean, where'd that go? I don't Well, and, and I know kind of one of... The reality is, unless it's a first-party game... Yeah. Most games now are only launch exclusive. So they're, like, six months exclusive or a year exclusive, and then they go everywhere else, you know? So the, the exclusive is really dying unless it's a first-party. And even in some cases... Like Microsoft, they're publishing their games on some of their games on Switch now. So you know, yeah. Um, I don't know. I you got anything else you want to throw in there? No, I think I think that's it. We've ranted enough about that. I think that's event, but I I do think that when 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 Microsoft watches Sony's event, they're gonna they're gonna walk away a little bit and go, damn. See, no, that could have been. I, I I disagree because. I think Microsoft, they know what will get people excited. Yeah. And they want people so most... Sony. Sony does that very well. But I think Microsoft wants people most excited as close to launch as possible. Yeah. So they're yeah. really holding... Point. You know, they're, they're giving you the little stuff, just, just you know, breadcrumbs, come along with us, come that's along with us. That's a good point. And then they're, I think that's why they're saving the games, the real, yeah. you know, like the games that you're that's really going to come point. for. Build the hype closer to yeah. launch. That's a good so. idea. Um. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And if they're going, I mean, they had to have known that Sony was going to go first. Did you see, uh, I don't know if it was Aaron Green, no, I think it was some other guy who's like lead architect of the Series X or something. He got asked about the price, you know, because somebody interviewing him said, you know, these games are clearly, you know, running on very powerful hardware. They, They look at, you know, like, I think you guys have fulfilled your promise that, you're going to have the most powerful console. Like we haven't seen, the, you know, but he was the guy was basically inferring, like, yeah, we can tell, you know. Yeah. So he said, but you know, how much is it going to cost? And <clears throat> he said, we built and designed this console at a specific price in mind, and even with all the challenges and everything, 
they've hit they've hit that price and they feel that it's positioned very very well so That's good. i i, I kind of feel like i feel like it's gonna be 5.99 i feel like it's 5.99 yeah. ps5 is probably boy what if it comes in at 4.99 the series x won't be the ps5 maybe but <laughs> i i don't i i would kind of expect I don't know. The, pre- the thing is, is like, and I've been telling like people that I know because they know I've built a few PCs now, and you know I'm yeah. big into streaming and stuff. Like, if you're building, that's what I tell them. Like, when you're bi- building a gaming PC, just spend the money. Like, is that fifty dollars really? Yeah. Like, you're already spending eight hundred dollars. Well, like, know, and if you're trying to choose between, like, well, it's the fifty dollars. You know how I rationalize right, this, right? Stuff. You, but, you, you think of how many years you're going to have it yeah. and like the experience you want, and, and then the price difference is actually very well, small. There, there's that, but when, once you get past a certain point, when you're already spending $500, $600, like is that $100 yeah. extra or less yeah. really going to sway you? You know, like if I was 16, 17 years old working part-time and had to yeah, save money, exactly. then maybe it would. <laughs> but as, you know... No, it's not going to. Now it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully. So flipping flipping uh, gears very strongly here. Some concept art of a Zelda game that was in development by Retro, the people who make Metroid Prime, leaked out this week. Did you see this? Uh, you know, I just, I had to look it up. Once I, read, once I read it on the, I didn't, I didn't see this just, you know, Going through yeah. my daily life, but once I saw it on the page, I was like, "Oh my god, I got to see what what this." It was back like. in 2005. When we yeah, were in high school. yeah. I'm trying to think what what Zeldas were out around that time. Um, Wind Waker had just come out a few years prior. I think Twilight Princess was the one yeah. that came out maybe our senior so, year. Or so you so. know, because looking through the art, it looks very serious. Yeah, it's dark. Very dark, very edgy, and um, so clearly this is coming. After the age of, you know, like people going, oh, Wind Waker was too kiddie. Yeah. You need to make it, you know, you need to make it darker. Make yeah. It, make it more, make it like a live action one. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm, that's the vibes I'm getting from this. Though some of it is kind of, you know, lighter and. Uh... Don't you wish it got made though? <sighs> See, as I'm, as well, I'm going through this. At first, I was like, eh, I'm kind of glad that this didn't get made. Yeah. But because um, some of these, like, um, uh, what are they called? The, what's the clan there? Because the, um, some of it, the, 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 the ninja clan there, I can't think of what they're called. Yeah, um, they, um, They're a little too serious, a little well, too. Well, art, too. It wouldn't yeah. have looked that. Yeah. But this was in development for three years. Yeah. This isn't like just like a little like. But then I see some of these these like backgrounds and and settings, and I think, wow, like yeah, I do wish, I, I do wish it was made. I really feel like retro, and this this would be controversial on a lot of forums for me to say this. I feel like they're like one of the like biggest ongoing tragedies in gaming yeah. because like when they came onto the scene with Metroid Prime, I remember as like a Nintendo fan then. They seem like the second coming. Oh, like, yeah. Like, th- these guys are going to unleash a whole new side of Nintendo. And I, I understand they're still a small studio, which is fine. You know, they can't pump out games every year. Do you year. know what they remind me of? They remind me of the American Rare. 
Yeah, kind of. They're essentially the American They've rare. been in that weird period for yeah. basically since this time. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, what the hell have they been doing? Like, at one point, they were like the best studio at Nintendo. Yeah. And then, for whatever reason, things just went off the rails. Well, and, and you know, who knows whose fault that is, you know, because they've got this, they had this Zelda game. They, they had, had a game called Raven Blade. Uh, I was going to say, it, was this what Raven Blade was? I don't, maybe that's what Raven Blade turned into. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they've, they've made two Donkey Kong Country games since Metroid Prime 3, which yeah. was when we were in high school. And I'm going to be honest, I love those Donkey Kong games. Well, they're, they, are, they're, they're, they did a very good job. <laughs> they but, did a good job, so they still have not, talent. That is not right, but that is not what I want from a retro studio. Yeah. Like, yeah. When, you have, when you're Nintendo, in my opinion, and you know you need to try to broaden your appeal, which is a weird concept because Nintendo's whole thing is broad appeal. But I just would not be sticking like the one possibly mature. I don't mean mature as in like M-rated mature games, but you know, Metroid's a little bit more mature than Mario is. Yeah. Sticking them on Donkey Kong, like I, I, I just. Why, why didn't they have them make a 2D Metroid yeah. game? Like, if they made them make a 2D game, why wouldn't they have made a 2D Metroid? Some of this art almost looks like some stuff that, that showed up in Zelda games since, including yeah, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Twilight Princess. Um, which kind of almost had a weird dark edge to it, but not yeah. really. Well, well, and that's the strange thing to me, is, is was Twilight Princess maybe just before this? Was this maybe just... I think this was... Uh, like like I have to was was retro and whoever made Twilight Princess sort of like dueling? Like, did they have dueling Zelda well, I mean, projects? I think that was just standard, you know, Nintendo Studio. But uh, Twilight Princess, Twilight Princess was 2006. Yeah. So it almost seems like maybe retro was like trying to get put on Zelda and <laughs> Nintendo wouldn't let them basically. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I mean, yeah. So, so, you know, they're, they're working on the darker, edgier. Yeah. Twilight princess. And, and I wonder if, if the fact that the reception to Twilight princess was, wasn't good. So bad that maybe that was what, that's why it. they said, forget it. You know, like, because so we made Skyward Sword. Exactly. Stuff. Well, I mean, if you look at if you look at Skyward, <laughs> which has worse, even worse reception. But if you look at Skyward Sword, it it's more realistic than than Wind, Wind Waker, Waker, obviously. Yeah. But it's still very so bright and yeah. very colorful. Yeah, it was still so which, which is the polar opposite of what Twilight Princess. But see, was. Twilight Princess did look too drab for a Zelda game. But Skyward Sword, I felt like, was trying to walk some weird edge that wasn't there. Yeah. Like, it, it was like, where, like, Wind Waker looked absolutely beautiful. And people complained yeah. that it looked kitty, but whatever. And then Skyward Sword just looked like... Skyward Sword like is actually... Some weird in-between. It, yeah. I mean, it actually looks pretty nice. Um, I'm not saying it, it looks bad. It ages very well. I'm not saying it looks bad. Ever said the gameplay looks yeah. bad. I, uh, I, I think it, I mean, it ages a lot better. Was it motion controls? Yes, yeah. and that was that was his big issue. Was it was yeah. like completely motion controls. So in that aspect, it didn't age well. Yeah. But in terms of graphics, it wasn't it, even well when it came out. In terms of graphics, it, it, it aged a lot better than Twilight Princess. Yeah, it's not a bad looking game at all. Doesn't look that great. Yeah, these no, days. that doesn't. 
So, Wind Waker still does. Yeah. I remember when Twilight Princess was first shown, though, and people were excited. Like, they're like, oh, finally. How many times, you know, you're right, people do have short memories, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah. How many times has Nintendo shown, like, a tech demo of Zelda? Yeah. It's always realistic looking. Yeah. And everybody's like, this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> this, they're finally yeah. doing it. And then you get and then it. It's never and there. It's, it's never. No. Yeah. They, either they can't, they never actually like make that demo into a real game. Or it just kind of silently gets canceled. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. The only the only time they ever I really delivered it. I Breath of the Wild is hideous. Yeah. I think that game's ugly. As, it is pretty ugly. I mean. I mean, it's. It, it looks much better than Twilight Princess. The but. the it is pretty ugly, especially in the distance. But I think I think most of that comes down to hardware. Oh yeah. And yeah. I always I always wish like when I'm playing the game, I always think to myself, man, I wish I could see this on something that could run 4K. It's an open world game on a device that basically a handheld device. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, hopefully, if they make like a dedicated you know, TV console, which yeah. some people are floating around might happen, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. Might, maybe it's pie in the sky. Hopefully it or can enhance the graphics. Or 4K because, adapter or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or at least for the second one. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, part of me is like glad that retro is doing Metroid prime four, but what, what makes me think is that they're just going to get roped into doing another Metroid trilogy. Yeah. So for the next 10 years, we'll have Retro on, yeah. on just Metroid Prime. You again. know, the game the game I always wanted, I always thought Retro would be perfect for, for some reason, was Eternal Darkness. Like, I've, I always That'd dreamed and wished that they would give Eternal Darkness See, to Retro. I don't think Nintendo wants any internal developer making mature games. Yeah. I, and I, when was the last time Nintendo published a mature sucks. game? Uh, was it Eternal Darkness? Maybe. It may seriously might be. <laughs> I I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Did they publish Devil's Third? No. I think they did in like one country. Oh, maybe. I think they did. Maybe. And then they farmed it off to somebody else. But it wasn't it wasn't internally developed though. That's no, but I mean. they at least published it. Yeah. Um. So here's what here's one out of left field, and it's probably won't be a long discussion, but. Rumors say that Diablo 2 is being remastered after it's been rumored and killed and rumored and killed again. And it's in development at, at Vicarious Visions. And I guess... I had a, this is a... Did you know? Do you know where Vicarious Visions is based? Um, Wisconsin? Alban. Really? Yeah. I never... You know, I think I knew that. Because I, I, I was looking at the name, I was like, I know that name, Vicarious... Yeah, Visions. Pretty but close. I, I couldn't think of where. I think didn't they work on they some sort of handheld? They developed a lot of games. Yeah, and pretty decent size. I gotta games. look up what they made because they make a lot. I, I remember the name, but I was like, why do I remember this name? And that must have been it. Yeah. It's because I found out they were in Albany. I think like during the PS1, like PS2 type era, eras, they made a lot of games, and now they kind of do a lot more like support work. Like I, they worked on Destiny and Destiny 2, I believe. I mean, they're owned by Activision. So, you know, that's why doing the Diablo 2 remaster would make sense. Is because Activision can just tell them, yep, you're doing whatever we tell you to do. They worked on Destiny 2. They Which they on won't do anymore. Crash, Crash Bandicoot in the same yeah. trilogy. Yep. 
But I swear, I swear, I remember them for working on some sort of like Game Boy game or something. Well, back in the Nintendo day, Nintendo DS. Sure. Yeah. But um, yeah. Continue on. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say other other than that. It was more just the did the, you the, know? the did yeah. you know aspect. Yeah. So this this was an interesting uh, tech development, and you know it's exciting for me. And there are you know kind of partners of ours now. I stream on Theta.tv, and the whole concept of Theta is you get rewarded for watching it, so you earn cryptocurrency for watching it. You share your bandwidth, your excess bandwidth, with other viewers. Yeah. This helps people, especially in developing countries who don't have, can't support, you know, a high-end video stream. But so Theta.tv is now integrated into Android TV on smart TVs. So wow. Sony, Sharp, Philips, Fire Stick, Roku. So you can watch the Theta.tv streams and earn crypto through your smart TV. And that's the first time I've ever heard of anything like that. Have you have you heard of anything like that before? Um, no. Like earning a reward no, through I've your smart never. TV? So... I'm I'm pretty psyched about that. Are you still going through the vicarious visions list? Yeah, I was just checking out. <laughs> what? I was just yeah, I was just checking out, seeing what they got. So have you heard this story about how Andrew Garfield got quote unquote fired from Spider Man and how the amazing Spider Man ended and all that? No. So I just saw this today and I didn't know if it was old. Like it, the article just came out today. Yeah. But you know how websites are like this could have been like a 10 year old article this you know published on some website for the first time yeah so remember that sony like email leak from years ago sony email leak. like remember like sony got hacked oh yeah 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 by, by supposedly like north korea for, I don't know for who making it was it was supposedly north korea for <laughs> making that movie the interview didn't about... they release a ton of movies like for free online and yeah spoil it all yeah like, that was part of it yeah whoever hacked them well, anyway, apparently somebody or people are still combing. This was such a massive leak that people are still going through this crap. But I think, you know, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, that, that movie was so bad. Terrible, yeah. That movie was. was bad. It was. Like, I love Spider-Man, but I couldn't even get through that. that that's, like, probably the only comic book movie that I, yes. I've never sat all the way through. You saw you sat through Spider-Man 3, but you yeah. couldn't make it through. Yeah. No, Amazing Spider-Man 2, I think. Spider-Man 3 is atrocious. Yeah, it is. That's the worst comic book movie of all time. Yeah. That, yeah. in my opinion. Anyway, so, literally, this is, I especially once I saw Kaz, her but, eyes thing. Wait, wait, let me just let me just stop you there, because they canceled Spider-Man after Spider-Man 3. Yeah. And then they canceled Amazing Spider-Man 2 after Spider-Man 2. That thing was a bomb. But but listen to this. The Kaz Harai is involved in this, which makes it even uh, better. Yeah, of course he would be. So literally, Sony was getting ready. And I, by getting ready, I mean like the day of going on stage at an event to announce The Amazing Spider-Man 3. Like just like a logo. Like that really? kind of thing. Yes. They're going to do it that day. Wow. And Andrew Garfield no-showed. Oh. Didn't come. Didn't come. Wow. And at, in retrospect, like they found out after the fact, he's like, oh, I, I was sick. Like, didn't bother to call anyone, didn't bother to tell <laughs> you anybody. Know, I'm going to be honest. He he always came off as such an oddball Weird. to me yeah. in interviews. Like, I was like, oh, you know. Yeah. I don't know. He's just. 
He's not. He's no Tom Holland. That's for no, sure. no. He's not charismatic off camera. Well, I don't know if it's, it's if it's so much charismatic. It's just he just seems kind of odd. Like, yeah, he gives yeah. really odd questions or answers to yeah. the questions and stuff. So, um, yeah, and there was like, I don't know. There's just there was apparently he didn't communicate anything to anybody. No showed the event. It was I guess the event yeah. was like I don't know if Sony canceled it or they threw something else together, but they didn't announce Amazing Spider-Man three. And at that point. They had to reevaluate. Like, is our star even committed to this franchise? And yeah. whether, which party decided to pull out first? That you know, no one really knows. It, um, but, looks but, like it paid off for them in the end. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is this was probably the beginning of what well, probably this probably led to Sony going. Oh, let's well, talk we're not Marvel. using the rights, yeah. so <laughs> our plans are shot. So let's see what Marvel <laughs> could give us. So just crazy. They they said that when they got in touch with with uh. Andrew Garfield, he looked like really like disheveled and like he had like this weird beard. They said, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. He's he seems like one of those like really hardcore actors that Probably. you know like all the really hardcore ones are, are a little bit odd. Well, they're they're you, very centric. I still wanted to watch this movie, but I felt that his casting in this movie was really strange. I think it was called The Silence. No. Did you see that movie? No. It was a movie. I, I think it was. Uh, I might be David Fincher, but it's a really well-known director. And it was just like two or three years ago. He made a movie about Christianity in Japan. And Andrew Garfield was one of the stars. And he's got this like long, long, long beard. And his hair is like down to like his back. And it's just, to see him like that, I was like, it seems yeah. like he's trying too hard or something. You know, yeah. like, uh, what's his name from Taken was the other Stop. Liam Liam Neeson. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that role makes sense for yeah. him. Like, but I, I was like, Andrew Garfield, you know, like, I don't know. So since this is probably gonna be a shorter episode, I want to just check to see if you played or watched anything oh, interesting God. lately. Have I played or watched anything interesting? I mean, I'm still playing Octopath Traveler like crazy. I, I, I really want to get. I really want to get through it. Haven't you finished it? No, I'm not even like. You started ha- it like two years ago. I'm not even like halfway through. I'm 40 hours in. You started it two years ago. I'm 40 hours in, but I'm not even halfway through it. Like, you were playing that these, game like the first week of this show. All these people that are like, you know, oh, I finished that game in I don't know a week, 40 hours or yeah. or 50 hours or something. I'm like, how? Like, I'm I'm not even halfway through it. I'm. I'm at 40 hours. Um, and other than that, I've just been watching cartoons. Watching so. cartoons. <laughs> um, so I sent you a screenshot. I just had to mention this. I think this is hilarious. I downloaded Pokemon Quest for oh, mobile God. this week. Oh, God. Do you know what it is? Bad. No, not really. But <laughs> um, so I played it. I don't remember. You did? Yeah, I don't remember. I, I so, just remember the block characters and whatever. Yeah, it's that block character one. I, got, I just remember playing it one time, and I was at like, first, this is so stupid. Well, at I'm, first, I'm when done. I opened it, I thought the same thing. I was like, "How? what is this? You know, yeah. like, how did this, what, where did this idea come from? And then the more I got thinking about it, I was like, this is actually a clever evolution, <laughs> no pun intended, of the Pokemon formula. Because instead of running around and having like random battles, you know, walking around, and okay, now I'm encountering this... Like the Pokemon just run for themselves, yeah, and they attack other Pokemon, yeah, and you do you tell them when to attack, and there's actual aiming of the attacks involved to some extent, yeah. And I'm like, you know, this kind of 
it, it's almost more action oriented than a turn based. You know what's funny is, yeah, I still don't really remember. I, I played it, but I, I don't remember. I remember doing a few battles and being yeah. like, okay, I guess that's I guess that's it. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot it of just felt very like very that. limited. So I was like, uh, I'm just gonna delete this. It is, but it. the more I play it, I was like, what did you play it on? It's a phone game. I think it's on Switch too. Though. It might and be. I think I played it on Switch. It is. It makes you realize how terrible the basic Pokemon formula is because I'm convinced now that this formula here is like almost better. Well, and it was made probably by three guys. It that reminds me of one of my favorite games of all time, uh, Digimon World, because that's how it was. It yeah. was it was live action, yeah. like. You know, like they would run around. And, yeah, and, that's what this is. And you would you would literally call in like the moves that you yeah. wanted. Yeah. But that didn't hear. necessarily mean that your monster was gonna do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, they would. You had to train but, them. Yeah, exactly. You had to train them. Yeah. So, and you would be like yelling in the orders, but they essentially had a brain of their own, which yeah. I always thought was kind of cool because yeah. because then it made it sort of feel authentic yeah. that you were just calling in the orders. Yeah. But who knows what was going to happen? When you tell your dog what to do, it exactly. Listen. Exactly, and it, it, I mean the battles in that because they were live action. It was just yeah. more interesting. And yeah. when, when you actually did like a big move, yeah, it felt great because like you, like half the time they yeah. don't listen to you, and, and and yeah, and you don't get to just like in Pokemon how you just go and select the move and you yeah. press A and it happens. Oh, and that's what you wasn't know, like I feel that. The same about this is because you know it's not the go to a menu. Hit this, and then oh, it missed. You know, like this is like you actually have to make sure, and you don't have to pay that close attention, but you have to yeah. make sure they're facing like the right. If you hit the move while they're facing the wrong direction, they'll send the shot flying in the wrong direction. And I'm just like, it has all the other stuff like leveling up, collecting yeah. all the Pokemon. It's only the first 150, by the way, which is great. I think uh, I'm like. This is the best Pokemon game they've made in 20 years. I, I went back to play Digimon World at some point in like the last 10 years. And the one thing I noticed the second time that I never noticed the first time is when you when you have to train them, because you had to train them. Like, you know, they, they were like different. You would go to like into a gym and like train them. Mm-hmm. And when you were training them, your character made the most annoying noise <laughs> repeatedly, just again and again and again. Yeah. And like after, after, and you would have to train them like a lot. So yeah. after like an hour, all you could like you would just start hearing, yeah, whatever that whatever that weird noise that See, they would make. That's just make your ears. That hurt. is why I. That's another problem that I had with Breath of the Wild is I can't sit through and listen to the stupid characters grunt because <laughs> they're not fully voice acted. And you know oh, that's part of the charm. Oh well, oh, no, I felt the same way with Okami. Yeah, and like I really loved Okami from what yeah. I played of it, but the the. You have, like, this character that, like, because a dog doesn't talk, <laughs> wolf, whatever it is, <laughs> that, like, it was, like, this star or something. Yeah. And it had to, it, it literally talked to go, so, but, so here comes the crappy long text that you have to hit A, hit A, hit A, hit or X, whatever button it is. Yeah. And the whole time, literally, for, like, five, ten minutes at yeah. a time. And I'm like. Yeah, when, right, 20 years ago, it was the exactly. only thing we knew. When you play it, it was, now, it's like... It was just so funny to me that, like, I, I 
in my memories, I had no memory of this one. Yeah. And it, it's a, such annoying <laughs> sound that, like, when I went back, I was like, how the hell did I play so many hours yeah, in this game? Because, I not remember this. You know, after about 20 minutes, of it, I was like, I, I can't do this. I, I got to turn the volume off or something. I got, I got one more thing to say. That goes back to our initial point. If Sony brings Kojima on stage, the console war is over. It's over. Xbox is done. Xbox no. is cooked. Yeah, so we can get another walking simulator. <laughs> oh, all right, you ready for some Godspeed stories? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, am I going? Am I breathing first? Or yeah, why not? All right. Id Software and Mick Gordon, who's the music composer, have officially broken up. I after, should. Uh, I should come first. After Id posted a long open letter to Doom fans on Reddit. Uh, long story short, the disagreement is over something completely stupid. But they said that Mick is not making new music for Doom Eternal's DLC. See, I have the perfect question lined up here. I'm gonna, Go I'm, ahead, gonna I'm gonna scoop this one up. Do you think Mick, on his way out the door, said, "I'll see you in hell"? <laughs> well, he's not. He doesn't work for ID, so he wasn't on his way out the door. But that'd be great. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't even sound like. Again, maybe this will morph this one into a not a Godspeed story. The disagreement. I get how. It occurred it, it you know it wasn't really disrespectful to mick and they repeatedly said like yeah our games would not be what they are without him like he deserves every award that he's going to win he's a genius like they repeatedly gave him credit but and they didn't throw him under the bus but it, it's over the lamest freaking thing possible like so they're working on the official soundtrack and they had to delay the official soundtrack because Mick, whose music it was, was taking too long to mix the tracks. And he kept asking for more time. Yeah. And it eventually said, well, we don't have more time because we promised it to fans who pre-ordered it and we got to get it to them. So they released it. Uh, they released it to, to everybody. They included music that Mick didn't even know was going to be on the album. And then they also credited somebody else, like as co-composer. Yeah. And he he wasn't actually he had nothing to do with composing it. So Mick felt like it was like, you know, well, he didn't work on the music. He just he mixed some of the tracks. So like it's basically over a contract dispute, not money, not yeah. not creative direction, which is why I was like, you guys really can't figure this out. Like we're talking like. Something very like sacred to your franchise, and they're really gonna like like move in a different direction over that, yeah. you know, like over yeah. the soundtrack. Not like not like the game's music, but like the soundtrack itself, like yeah. the, the the version that's on Spotify. You know, like you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Microsoft got pick them up. Why why aren't there more more people named Mick? Mick, I know, isn't that a good yeah. name? Where where you Mick know where he's go? from? Take a guess. Uh, you'll get it, I guarantee. The Rocky films? No, no, no. We're we're get up, Rock. Because Mickey loves you. Country. You'll, uh, you'll get it first try, I bet you. Canada? No. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Australia. Oh yeah, sure. I could have got that. So I'm really interested because he didn't do the music for the last Wolfenstein, which was his. He did. He, apparently, he's not. Get up, Rock. They left the door open for the next Doom game. They just said he's not doing the DLC. We should start this episode with that. But who's going to... Get up, Rocky! Get up, Rock, because Mickey loves you. It'll be interesting to see what game he ends up working on. 
Microsoft yeah. should pick him up. Halo. Halo. Yeah. Let's do it. Combat Evolved again. Uh, you could go from there. Uh, that's yeah, I was going to say, there. I think maybe this is a, a typo. Nick Cage reportedly playing Joe Exotic in scripted Tiger King series. Did you watch Tiger King? No. Oh, my gosh. I know. This is the cultural phenomenon. <laughs> that's a great you know what's funny is I remember, I remember actually seeing... You know that ad, Joe Exotic. Yeah, yeah. and I, I remember saying like I'm gonna vote for Joe Exotic. <laughs> you know, 2016, like or two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta watch it. Like, it, it is the most unbelievable thing that I've probably ever watched. You think? Like, not no. You don't even know. It's just. Like, it's you just, don't even know. It's funny. Until you watched it, you cannot say. <laughs> it's just funny that this guy showed up on like the national radar. For yeah. that whole presidential yeah. thing. And then... And he got put in jail. Then, you know, then this happens. Well, right? and, and he has connections with Shaquille O'Neal and, you know, just, just all these, like... It almost seems like the Hangover 4. Here, well, here's the big... I don't care that we're taking... It's our show, goddammit. We'll take as long as we want. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is... Like, if it was just about him... And it kind of is, but it's not. Like, it would be almost more believable. Yeah. It's an entire, like, clan of people and, like, sect of society. But this is in Florida, right? That you didn't know exists. No, it's in, like, Oklahoma or something. Is it? Yeah. It's I, Idaho. I, I always thought it was. It's, like, the most white see, Midwest. I, I always thought it was from Florida, so I was like, oh, that well, makes Carol sense. Well, Carol Baskin, his nemesis, lives yeah. in Florida. So I was like, oh, so well, she's important part Florida, of Florida, that makes sense. You know, no, like, it's oh. like Pennsylvania or oh. something. Um, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like the Midwest. <laughs> I think it is Oklahoma. Oh God. Um, but it's like an entire like clan of people and like this like network of, you know, businesses and whatever you want to call it throughout like the entire country. And these people like literally are unbelievable. Like yeah. when you see them on screen, you're like, that cannot, like, he did not just say that. Like. Yeah. Like, this is a real human... Like, I can't even describe it. I'm going to have to go back and watch, you his, gotta watch his presidential... It's you know, only seven episodes. His presidential video. It's only seven episodes. You gotta Hi, I'm Joe Exotic. Well, for me. All right. Uh, Netflix announced Extraction 2 very quickly after the first one. Have you watched this first no. one yet? Are you going to? No. No? It was it any good? I haven't watched it. I feel like there's so many trash Netflix movies. Well, and then people are just excited because Netflix is making a movie well, or something. Well, it's Chris Hemsworth who's pretty good. And here's the real reason, I think, that I will eventually end up watching it. Yeah. Is that it's the the the, the guy who does the action scenes from John Wick is yeah. the guy who did the action scenes for this. Oh. So that's really what it's known this yeah. is it's kind of like John Wick. It's, I don't know. It's not it's not like the plot it's of the like, movie that's driving it. It's it, the action. I, I remember that other movie they had Bright. If that was in the theaters, would you actually go see it? Probably not. Well, it has that Will Smith effect. It's always yeah. every movie he's in is terrible, but it performs <laughs> fairly well. Yeah. I never um, watched that one either, by the way. Um Who's there is it? Yours. Thor Ragnarok, dude, to write and direct <laughs> a Star Wars movie. I wanted to ask you this one. Uh, the, I don't care about Star Wars, but the director of Thor Ragnarok, who's become a hot property. Yeah. Do you know how to say his name? No. I don't either. Dude That's love. why I call him Thor Ragnarok, dude. I'm the dude love. Oh, oh, uh, Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah, there you go. 
So he's writing and directing a Star Wars movie. Do you think this will be the first decent Star Wars movie in the past 20 years? Um, he, yeah, I mean, he's, he's pretty impressive. Like, everything yeah. he touches, he's, he's, he, he has, like, that, that golden touch. But I will say... He's kind of got a visionary. Once, you, once you enter the Star Wars realm, <laughs> that, that is People truly... People would have said that about J.J. Abrams and yeah, Brian exactly, Johnson. That, that, exactly, <laughs> you know, and, and everything. I like Ryan Johnson and everything he's done, except for Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and to a certain degree, I actually I appreciate his Star Wars. You know what I think is only because he likes he is like I'm just gonna do what I want to do. Yeah. And if you guys don't like it too well, bad, well, you know what I think is I'm not a fan, so I'm, I apologize to anybody who's truly a, I know what it's like to be a hardcore fan of something and love it so much that yeah. when it goes awry, yeah. you know, it really burns. But I think it's so funny that people cannot. It's been years. Since that movie came out, since that Rian John, and they cannot get over, yeah. like how much he, in their eyes, blew up the entire franchise, yeah. and it's like, and I don't, I don't know, guys, like move on. People are still like talking, like hate talking about how much he destroyed the franchise. You know what I? And it's like, yeah, I remember listening to podcasts. Do you where, really think it was just him? I remember listening to podcasts where. People were angry about it, and, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, you know, like he knew, he knew what he was doing, and he knew it was going to make people angry, and that's the only reason he did it." Well, and, it may and, be. And but. I think, I think he actually did say to a certain extent that that was kind of true, well, but he he also said like, you know, I could make the movie that you you quote unquote want. It's already been made. Six and and times. he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, but it's already been done. Yeah. And, and if, and if I give you exactly what you want, then what was the point of you going? Like, cause you already knew the story. You know what? Nobody has talked about star Wars at that much with that level of passion yeah. since Rian Johnson and, did it. And I go back and I look at it and there were, <laughs> they gave the fans something to talk about. That's there were a few things that I, I disagree with, but I mean, at least, I, I applaud him for making um God, I can't think of what her name is. Was it Ren? Ray or something Ray. like that. How do I, I know? I haven't even watched I it. know. I I appreciate him um making her come from a nobody family. Yeah. Which they quickly undid in, in the next movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But you know, I mean, because everybody was like, Oh, she must be related to Skywalker. Yeah. She must and he's like, no, she's she's from she's from nowhere. She's yeah. just her own person. Yeah. And like, people freaked out at that. But it was like, no, that that that's good because then at least the story See, doesn't always revolve around the Skywalker. And that's that's what I, you know, you when you and I talked about this on the show, it's like they've been literally for how many movies now? They've literally been revolving around the same goddamn point. Exactly. For every single movie. It has also do with it all has to go back to Darth Vader. It yeah. has to go back to Leia. It has to, to go to the back Emperor. to Han Solo. It has to go back to the Sky. And when they carted out for they, thirty years, when when they carted out the Emperor in the next movie, like he had like literally just out of nowhere, like out of nowhere, they don't even really bother to explain yeah. it. He just, oh my evil plan. Yeah. And it was like, are you kidding me? Like we're really doing this? Like Again. you're you're this desperate that we like just out of nowhere well, he shows up. And you know what? It, it's just freaking proof that people don't know what they want because you look at the Mandalorian as basically, from what I understand, I haven't watched it, nothing to do yeah. with all that other stuff. It's a standalone story. Yeah. And everybody loves it. Exactly. It's its own thing. Exactly. And, it was and, great. Everybody said. And that's the thing. It's like thank God that this is like the official last 
Skywalker trilogy. Yeah. Because yeah. they need to. Like, the, the Skywalkers are just crushing them. Well, like, they, you, they need to go as far away from it as they possibly made, can. When you made, uh, uh, you know, three classic movies like that, and then you wait, what was it, 20 years? To do three prequels just to explain the three movies that you already made. Okay, so you're trying to give more context to the classics. Well, then you're going to make three sequels to the classics? Yeah. And then we're going to make Rogue One to literally literally explain one scene in, in one yeah. of the movies. And then we're going to make Solo just to give more Rogue. backstory to that character from the first. It's like... I've seriously That's what novels are for. I've I've I must have started Rogue One at least six different it's times. Terrible. And I've never gotten the whole it's way terrible. through. It's it's not it, it it's not a bad movie. But it is the only movie, I swear to God, that I ever came close to falling asleep during in the movie theater. Like it is it is what it was billed to be, which is kinda like a a war movie set in the Star Wars universe, yeah. which is fine. But it's so boring. I'm and not. The characters are so thin. Yeah. See, I I think you got to be like a, a really diehard Star Wars fan to appreciate something yeah. like Rogue One. Like, I don't know what, what scene it references. What, what it scene ex- is it? It, ex- it literally explains how, like, how Leia got, like, the blueprints for the Death Star. Oh, see, like... So, I- so in the final movie, that's how somebody knew how See, to I'm not fly really into even, this. I'm really not even that much of a Who fan to, to know that she know. she even did that. So like, for me, it's just like another Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, so. But that's what I mean, though. It's like they really felt the need to make an entire movie to explain one scene yeah. from a movie 40 years ago. Yeah. No, you yeah. spent hundreds of millions of dollars to. to you could have made it something you know, really I'm not, original. I'm not. I'm not upset with them for making a prequel and then a sequel series. Yeah. But it's 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 pretty apparent now that like the Skywalker legacy and all this it's like worn out. It's welcome. It's just yeah. It's it's too much. Yeah. Like, because all you got to do is just go back and and blow um, Luke and 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 Han. Like that's the only thing that the fans will accept at this point. Yeah. Like if, if you're gonna talk about anything Skywalker, yeah, you better get down on your knees and and just <laughs> blow those the, the three original <laughs> characters. Like, that's all you can do. This show's never gone <laughs> here before. <laughs> I just I, I I got bad news for you guys. Like they're gonna they're gonna what they're gonna do is they're gonna start to make you think that they've gone in the original direction. And then I swear to God, some freaking Skywalker is going to show up. It's going to happen. You know it's going to. Like, just when you think that, oh, you know, this is cool. Oh, Darth Maul comes flying out of nowhere with Kylo Ren riding on his back. They're going to do Knights of the Old Republic. And, you know, there's going to be some guy named Skywalker. Yeah. Doesn't know he's Suddenly, Suddenly a Yoda, you know. The ancestor will walk well, up to him and be like, oh. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't put this on here because I, I forgot and I truly didn't care enough. Hayden Christensen is in negotiations to reprise his role. I saw that. God bless him. I think him. it's in a TV series or something. But um, nobody knows how deep of a role it's supposed you to know, be. You know, I actually think the prequel series was, was better was than better. the sequel. I think most people would probably agree. And, and, which nobody would have ever thought that would have been some possible. Of the, like, I think episode two and three were just terrible. Like a lot of people like three. I actually adore. Everybody hated the first one. I adore the first one. I know you I, do. I, I really like it. 
I think if you remove Jar Jar Banks and his storyline, I think it's an excellent Star Wars movie. Uh, Jar Jar Banks. Oh, Jesus. There's a... Am I flashing red now? No. I'm not. But Hayden... Yeah. Think about the, yeah, the, the Gajones on not only Hayden Christensen himself, but Lucasfilm to parade him out there again. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody hated him. Yeah. Hated him. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, really... It wasn't really so much his fault as it was George Lucas. Like the writing, the writing in those movies were just terrible. Oh, even the original, there's yeah. Well, you know, and I think maybe that's what it is: is the expectations have have yeah you know raised yeah have been raised so much. Even even just in general, like the what world, we expect from a movie today is more the than they expected in the seventies. In the first. Star Wars trilogy had never ever been done. Nothing of that yeah. scale ever. Yeah. They could have paraded a dog out there as Han Solo and it would have been fine. Yeah. And I, I like to say it was like the original Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like um, nothing that Yeah. Level. And now now we have like Game of Thrones. We, we have supposed to be yeah, we have a ton now. of universes, so yeah. it's not it's not nearly as special as it used to be. Uh Mortal Kombat eleven aftermath was announced and it's coming out in a few weeks are you gonna do you play any fighters anymore i feel like you've backed yeah. off that kid yeah uh, not not so much anymore um so what's the deal i saw this this morning that it got announced what i mean is some it is it sort of like the game of the year it's edition some, no it's some expansion it's really? like story content and really robocop style. wow robocop yeah <laughs> so they're gonna have terminator and robocop I in guess. the same fighting game i guess okay i might have to get this <laughs> Because that's, that's a dream battle, ain't it? I guess. Um, have you ever seen anything like this before? THQ and Coke Media traded IPs. No. Like, straight out of, like, the NFL. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of wish we would see this more often. Don't you? Because that would be kind of cool. Could you imagine if Sony was like, hey, you can have, uh, you know, whatever, pick one. You yeah. Know? You can have Uncharted, Uncharted and yeah. we'll take Killer Instinct. Yeah. Whatever. Could you imagine? Yeah, that would be kind of interesting. Konami should trade everything they have. Oh, exactly. For, it's funny. I was just about to go there, too. I was like... Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not doing anything. For the love of God. Somebody, somebody pick up Silent Hill and Metal Gear. You know, honestly, I could probably live without another I, Metal Gear. I'm, I'm 100% believing now that Silent Hill is going to get announced at Sony's event. Yeah. The, the sources for that have only double and triple down on their report initially. They, the one guy says he has seen it. He, he's 100%. Like, I'm not wrong. Like, this yeah. is coming. I've seen it with my own eyes. Well, thank God. So. Yeah, that, I mean, this is... this is um, And I love how they, they traded two IPs for one. Well, it's two for, like, five. Oh. It's Red Faction. Oh, it's a whole net. Oh, jeez. Risen, Sacred, Second Sight, Rush for Berlin, and Singles. Sl- singles, Slurred, slurred up, up Your, your life. life? Yeah. Do you remember that Colonel Sanders dating game? Yeah, this is so strange. It is, isn't it? Especially since it seems to me that I'm trying whoever to think gave of... up Red Faction and Painkiller got the worst of the Yeah, yeah, those two are way bigger than that. Second Sight was a game from the GameCube era. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what Second Radical. Sight was. Like, it was the people who made Time Splitters. And it was yeah. like you had you had psycho, psychic powers. Yeah, I remember that. I remember, but I, like I can sort of see the box art even. But I can't think of what the game actually looked like. Blue and black. Everything was blue yeah. and black and red. And Rush for Berlin. 
Is that from like I don't know, the 90s or I, something? Don't ask me. And singles flirt up your life. I've never even heard of that. It's probably some mold. I've never heard it's of Rush for Berlin, I don't crap. think. I don't know. Uh, did you hear that Resident Evil 8 is supposedly the darkest and most violent Resident Evil game yet? Yes. Did you see that room? Yes, I saw that. I, feel, I heard that's getting revealed very I'm kind of scared as to what that means. I'm, I'm, I think that's going to be revealed at Sony to that. That's my prediction. I just want, I mean... Well, they wouldn't do Resident Evil and Silent Hill. Can't we, can't we just have zombies? Like, you know, have that first person perspective yeah. and then have zombies? I don't want to do like a cult and this and that. And I yeah. feel like that's where it's going to go if it's going to be like super dark and super... You know, if it's gonna be the darkest one ever, I feel like it has to go to like to be the bad guy or something stupid. (laughs) Exactly. I don't. I don't think I want that. Uh, I, you know, I'll give it a chance. I kind of would rather have them um, remake the first three again. Oh my god! But they just released the third remake last month. But do it from the first person perspective. And and make it code. Make a VR they should compatible. Because we, you know, everybody keeps talking about Code Veronica remake. Yeah. That would be the one to do in first person because Code Veronica, like you could, I don't think you'd do that one to one remake like they've done yeah. with these others. Yeah. So just kind of build a whole new game. That would be but cool, the same especially concept, same story. Especially since it takes place in the the Arctic. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, last Godspeed story, which probably truly will be a Godspeed story: disintegration. Is out June 16th. So this is that uh, shooter slash RTS hybrid uh, from the, one of the creators of Halo. Remember that big gravity cycle that was at Paxi's? I got my picture. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. It was that. Oh. So it's out next month. So, so look for that. Uh, coming soon, NVIDIA's event is this week where we're supposedly getting the RTX 3000 series. Announced. Really? This week? This week. What? When? I think it's the 15th. So that would be Friday? Yeah. Thursday, Friday? Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Amp, get amped. The, I'm, I'm excited. Ampier. Maybe I'll get it. I'm thinking about If I get that, I'm 100% not getting a console. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty set. On Gold's that. probably going to be like $1,000 or... Good chance, yeah. <laughs> so. I think the low-end one is going to be like seven, eight hundred. Yeah, you know, as I'm buying, I'm, I'm putting together a new computer for, for any of the listeners that don't know. But as I was buying the components, I'm like, man... Should I just get a console? I mean, you know, no, like a, the console itself console is just six hundred dollars, but but the the flexibility of PC, I gotta admit, um, is pulling me in. Well, if you, if I, you know, I don't know exactly what you're building, but you're gonna be able to run everything at 144 FPS, yeah. if not higher, yeah. if you had a monitor that can support it. Um, Which I don't, but. And yeah, just all the different stuff that you can do with a PC. The, the one yeah. thing about consoles is it's easy plug and play. Well, you know what I want now is I want one of those, like I sent you the Mega Cater, right? I showed it to you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, man, that, I saw that and I was For just like. For $5,000. Well, yeah, but you can get, you can get just like the. To play old games. You can get just the like stand yeah. and hook it up to a TV. And that's probably like a couple hundred. I, I still think of. When you would do this, all I can think of is Steel Battalion. Could you imagine if Capcom did... Could, could, what? <laughs> what? What was what, ever going through was their that, heads? Did you just suddenly turn into Stephen A. Smith? Yeah. <laughs> For, like, what was ever going through their heads? That we're going to make a game, and we're going to make it require a $200 oh, pedal God. board. I don't know, but... Like, you know, who's going to buy that? I, I think to myself, thank God. 
Thank God that they did. But you know how much money they probably lost? Yeah, probably tons. But That's why we have the Capcom Crapcom that we know now. Who <laughs> yeah. wouldn't make a good, didn't make a good game for ten years I, because they blew it all on the field. You know what's funny is um, uh, I was listening to stories about you know Xbox in the early yeah. days and this and that, and they used to keep um, uh, Peter Moore used to keep a copy of the Steel Battalion box, yeah. you know, with, with the controller in it, you yeah. know, so he's got the, enti- you know, it's, it's an enormous box yeah. and he used to keep it in his office as a chair for people <laughs> to sit on. <laughs> that can't be true. That can't be true. I swear God, it's true. Oh my he, God. he didn't even take it out of the box. He left it in the room and people would just sit on it. <laughs> you remember, we're getting into ancient history here now. Do you remember it was during this dark period of Capcom? Because they're kind of going through a renaissance. Like they once they hit like RE7 and they did Devil May Cry 5 and RE2, they're doing good again. Yeah, yeah. But there was like literally like five years where it was oh, like yeah. really bad. They're, they have pretty. Do you great. remember when it was on their own box? Everybody spelled Capcom wrong. No. <laughs> they wrote Capcom. <laughs> it was spelled. <laughs> I gotta look it up. What game it was? They spelled yeah. their own freaking name. Can, wrong. can you believe those years were slim for them? <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, did, I, did you get the village? Do you get the village newsletter here? What? Do you get the Whitney Point uh, village yeah, newsletter I think so. here? Yeah. Um, there, my clerk. Uh, do I read it? Probably not. So Mike, oh, thanks. I read it. But I, I do. I, no, I do get. It. I do get. It. Um, I can't find it. I'll have to look it up. But my because of COVID nineteen, my secretary is you know off. She's working. She's not working basically. Yeah. Yeah. And in the village newsletter, I've had this long piece about. You know, COVID nineteen and how businesses are going to have it hard, and you know, we I said we got to think about it from just like a little us our own community, and we got to help each other out. And I said the the sentence started with we must now act with compassion, but my secretary's off, so I didn't have an editor, so I missed I made a typo, and it says we must not act with compassion, <laughs> and it went out to the entire, went out to the entire village. Uh, the whole village got that. We uh, must not act with compassion. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, this is the Trump era, so. Well, that's what that's. I know everybody was probably at home, like, yeah, yeah. open it up, <laughs> run it. All right, we're uh, done. Yeah, I think we're we're definitely done. Oh, I forgot to do that. <laughs> we're going off the air. <laughs> we stopped recording twenty minutes ago, and I just didn't know it. Uh. All right. Well, um, this is the gratuitous birds brought to you by the birds. And uh, so, peace. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. Shame. Shame. (laughs)